Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. always a pleasure to bring you a star in the story each week. This time it's particularly so because of the charm and graciousness of our star. Most fans grew to know and love her as the sweetheart of Andy Hardy. Now she is one of the screen's most popular ingenue leads, and we're happy to present her as our leading lady in our play, The Scientific Touch. Here she is, our guest and star, Miss Anne Rutherford. Now all I have to do is not cross you up. <laughs> we'll see about that very shortly as we present Miss Anne Rutherford in the scientific touch. In the meantime, here's a young man who performs very capably in his own right. The curtain is up, and here is the play. On the outskirts of New York, in the main offices of the Atterbury Products Plant, the attractive and distinguished Dr. Emery Warren, head of the research laboratory, dictates a letter to his secretary, with little or no assistance from his assistant, James Atterbury, Jr., the owner's son. Evergreen Street, Kalo, Iowa, dear Miss McKinney, it gives me great pleasure to announce that you have won the $1,000 award in this year's chemical research contest. Well, all by... the entries, a dame has to win it. I ask you, Emery, is that progress? Well, it is for the Dane. Contest sponsored by the... I can just see her scientific puss. Hair pulled back so it won't fall in the test tube. Glasses, so she can get to know the molecules better. And a mouth drawn and narrow from biting her lips and finding no time and no body to kiss. (laughs) Professor, I give you, and believe me, you can have, (laughs) Miss McKinney, the woman of science, in whose life the affinity of one atom for another supersedes the affinity of woman for man. Eileen, dear, everything's getting cold. Come on, Madame Curie. We want you to open this registered letter. Letter? Oh, thanks. 
Oh, it's from the Atterbury Product Plant, Stamford, Connecticut. We got that far, too. What's it say inside? Oh, wait till I see it. says, um... Uh, dear Miss McKinney, it gave me great... Uh, Sounds fascinating, eh, Mom? Golly, listen, Mom. Babs, I've won a thousand dollars. First prize in their annual research contest. Pauline, congratulations. Moms, we've got a genius in the family. Darling, I'm proud of you. First prize. Oh, that's wonderful. What's that long green thing, the check? Uh-uh, no. This is my railroad ticket to New York and back. I'm to oh. go there next week and be presented with a thousand dollars. Oh, how dreamy. New York and a thousand dollars. Oh, lean, you'll be in heaven. Send me lots of postcards and be sure I to... I can't go to New York right now. I'm in the midst of just about the most important thing I've ever tackled. I couldn't possibly leave this experiment. What do you mean you can't go to New York? Why, that's just like saying you don't like gable or nylons or steak. <laughs> Bev, look, I'm not like you. I don't care about that sort of thing. Besides, I saw it all when we took that trip my freshman year at college. But Eileen, you can't write a letter and just say, send check too busy for ceremony. That would not only be rude, it would be ungrateful. But what else can I do? I'm knee deep in this experiment. You can send Babs in your place. What? Babs wants oh. to go to New York. She's never been. You've been and you don't want to go. And it would be a wonderful way to repay Babs for helping you finish college. Mom, oh, that's please, right. I... And, and you'd be doing me a favor, Babs. Oh. I'm not expected to make a speech, or they'd say so. All you have to do is put out your hand and take the check when it's given to you. Besides, the letter's addressed to dear Miss McKinney, and you're Miss McKinney, too. Babs, you're going to go. You've got to. <laughs> Professor Emery Warren? Yes? This is Miss McKinney. Who? Miss McKinney at the Carlton Plaza. I won the Atterbury Research Prize. You reserved this suite for me. Oh, yes, Miss McKinney. I got your message to phone you as soon as I arrived, so here I am. Uh, my message? Yes, asking me about dinner. Uh, oh, oh, that message. Yes, of course. Well, my assistant, James Atterbury Jr., wants to have met your train, but you were so late he had to return to the plant. I imagine he was uh, kind enough to leave the note for me. Well, I think your suggestion in the note about the Savoy roof would be wonderful. I've heard so much about it. The Savoy roof? Uh, I mean, certainly, if you're sure you wouldn't prefer something less dressy for your first night. I'll only be here a few days, Professor, and I've always dreamed about the Savoy roof. Well, very well, Miss McKinney. The roof it shall be. I'll call for you at 7.30. My dear lady, I, I was not trying to flirt with you. I merely thought that you... Pardon me, Professor. I think you were looking for me. I'm Miss McKinney. You are? Oh, how delightful. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. Madam, I, I do beg your pardon. Believe me. Good night. <laughs> I, I, I saw you going about the lobby, waking up old men with whiskers, Miss McKinney, and I wondered... Uh, however, now it's all too clear. You assumed they were me. I... Don't bother to sound hurt, Professor. I saw the girl you thought was I. I'd say we were about even. Do you mind?
mind if we go back to the table? I don't samba, I'm afraid. It isn't my forte either. <laughs> well, how was your dinner? Oh, it was divine. Everything's divine. The lovely corsage you sent me. This is the loveliest place I've ever been. That view from the terrace with all New York at your feet. Well, it just leaves me breathless. It is pretty impressive. <sighs> golly. Why, golly. Just golly. It's when you're pleased and happy about something. Uh, yes, I guess you have reason to be winning the Atterbury Award and $1,000. Oh, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking how wonderful it is that you turned out to be you. Well, I, I mean so... Well, I, I mean that you weren't really that sleeping old man with the beard. Well, I should never have lasted this long if you'd been that lady with the horse-shaped face. <laughs> my, my, if it isn't good old Professor Warren. Oh. What was I saying, Miss McKinney? Uh, you were being happy that I didn't have a horse-shaped face. And I, too, am happy that you do not have a horse-shaped face. <laughs> That's very appropriate at Belmont, but not at the Savoy Roof. I suggest you ignore the man. It doesn't seem very easy. Oh, you're very kind to say that, Miss McKinney. I'm merely waiting for Professor Warren to introduce me. You see, I'm his assistant. The one who went to meet you at the train and didn't. Oh. oh I know when someone is too dull-witted to take a hint. Miss McKinney, I'm sorry to present Mr. James Atterbury, Jr., the boss's son. A bright, if unstable, young man who has never been known to resist a fair face. Charmed, Miss McKinney. And thanks for the billing, Emery. How do you do, Mr. Atterbury? Well, have you done the town? Are you doing the town? And if so, you may count me a willing third. He's very shy at first, but if you're patient, he'll come out of his shell. <laughs> James, I merely introduced you. I didn't insist on you joining us. Why, Emery, old boy, I could have sworn from your parting remarks as you left the lab that you'd uh, appreciate a little relief. Oh, well, well, now, when you put it that way... Do join us. <laughs> Thanks, I will. <laughs> Miss McKinney, you do not look at all as I had expected. I don't? And what had you expected, Mr. Atterbury? Well, I can tell you better what I didn't expect. I didn't expect such blue eyes or such a lovely mouth. <laughs> or the... Forgive me, James, but I think if Miss McKinney is willing that we should get along. After all, this is her first night in town. Oh, Emory, have a heart. It's only ten. Well, the gal 